0: Could the Chicago Bears be forced into doing hard knocks, something George McCaskey just isn't for? We'll talk a little bit about that. Plus, DJ Moore says he wants to spend the rest of his career as a Chicago Bear. Or did he? We're going to do all, talk about those two topics plus the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go and get to the content for today. And so the the Bears are one of three teams that could be forced into doing hard knocks. That's them, the Denver Broncos and the New Orleans Saints. And this is something that the Bears could have been forced to do last season as well. But they kind of avoided and George McCaskey very much so made his his voice uh, known on the fact that he did not. He doesn't like cameras. That's just what it boils down to. McCaskey does not like cameras, and they want to try to avoid it with I think last year the direct quote was, well, there's 31 other teams. I think that came from George. Uh, But when it comes down to it, when you look at it, the formula that the the NFL and HBO use is that it has to be teams without a first-year coach, teams that have made the playoffs in the last two years, and teams that have done hard knocks the last— decade or so can say no uh, teams can volunteer uh, as well as that but if again if you don't fit that criteria you can be forced to to uh to uh be on hard knocks and this is something that i i don't know if the, how much longer the bears are going to be able to avoid it and the reason why i say that is this the bears have one of the most interesting scenarios and stories right now around the nfl when you look at the the the, the, the stuff going on with justin fields and the number one overall pick and either way like the storyline that could come into hard knocks on either you have this new rookie quarterback, right, or you have this quarterback in Justin Fields that every a lot of people think you should have moved on from. How does that, that build up? You have a coach in Matt Iberfluss who there's doubt around, a new offensive coordinator, DJ Moore, either trade package that you got back for the number one overall pick. There's so many storylines around the Chicago Bears, and the fact that we have not been in the playoffs since 2020, that I do think that uh, the, the the Bears being forced to potentially do hard knocks could just be something that is just good ratings for HBO and the NFL in that partnership, and they may force the Bears to do it. And so if the Bears are forced to let cameras come into Hallis Hall, that would be one of the craziest things that we've seen uh, from a team that really just does not like having have, having uh, cameras around. So, you know, I th- listen, I don't want to make a, a bigger deal of it than what it really is, right? But I do think that it, because it is something that George McCaskey is just completely against, If the Bears are forced to do it to see how they react to that, is going to be something that's crazy, crazy. So, no, we end up seeing what happens when it comes down to it, man. Let me know what you guys think. I've said, I said it last year when when the Bears had the chance of being forced. I would not mind seeing. uh, Now, the way that last season with the Allen Williams stuff, I mean, but the cameras would have been out of it by then. But like, just everything that goes into it, I I wouldn't mind seeing Hard Knocks uh, be around the Chicago Bears. I think. There's enough going around. We have personalities on the team with Jaquan Brisker, Justin Fields, or whoever the new quarterback is if we do move on from that. Uh, DJ Moore is a big personality as well. So like the, having those players that are that could be a part of that, uh, I think would be a fun watch and maybe even turn some eyes and make some more awareness to who the Chicago Bears are as a franchise, either good or bad. So let me know what you guys think on the on the potential of the Chicago Bears being forced to do hard knocks and George McCas- McCaskey's reluctance to want to let cameras come into Hallis hall let me know what you guys think on all that down below now we got a quote uh yesterday from dj moore uh, that a lot of people have taken it now and ran with it is you'll see a lot of headlines dj moore wants to retire a a chicago bear Well, the direct quote is this i would like to do at least five years here and then shoot maybe retire here that's always the goal now that is a much different quote it still is you can still take away from it hey dj moore wants uh, to to be somewhere that he can stay and fill out the rest of his career with. And I'm sure most NFL players think that. I don't think a lot of NFL players go into new deals or or go into new situations and just think, man, God, I can't wait to get up out of here, right? Not at least initially. And so DJ Moore having a career year here, we already know about the chemistry he has with Justin Fields, things like that. The fact that he had a meeting with the the front office and, you know, I I personally think he did air out some things about Luke Getzey and then Luke Getzey move on. But when it comes down to it, um dj moore a a lot's been made about his potential to sign a contract extension with the chicago bears even going so far as with courtney cronin like to say that it's not necessarily tied to what they do with justin or not but best believe as boisterous as he has been about justin fields i wouldn't be surprised with that at least it's something in the back of his mind there too being able to build that continuity with a quarterback and again that sees how it's going to go so at the end of the day i think you know if you want to if you want DJ Moore to stay here long-term, it comes down to one thing, win. That's what it comes down to with everything, win, win, and build a winning program, build a winning team, get the right coaching staff in place, get the right personnel, win. That's it, win, win football games. Find a way to win football games and make sure that you have a coach and an offensive coordinator in place that understands how to prioritize the talent that you have on this team and get the most out of them, whatever that talent ends up being as we head towards the 2024 season. Win and get the most. Develop this talent. Let's get to a place that we want to be. And so, uh you know, I, I hope that that ends up coming out with this as well. That DJ Moore does spend the rest of his career as a Chicago Bear, or at least a large part of it. And if that ends up being the case, and we have DJ Moore here as somebody who's going to be here for a long term, and 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 build that continuity with the quarterback, the other wide receiver core, because hopefully we flesh that out this offseason as well. That could be a fun thing to have, and something that we really haven't had in Chicago for quite a while. So. Let's hope that it ends up being the case. But it's Friday, so it's mailbag day. That means this episode is mainly built around your voicemails. And if you didn't get to leave a voicemail, I'll tell you at the end of the show how to get your voicemails in. Let's get into the first one. This one's from Jr.
1: Yo, what up, hey? This is your boy, Jr. I used to live in Chicago. I moved to Arizona, you know, for like, like 10 years ago. And, you know, I'm still a diehard Bears fan. I was at work today, and me and my coworkers was talking, you know because you know so they really into football and as far as defensive coordinator like what do you think about the bears trying to get said, what's his name marvin lewis back into, um, you know what i'm saying coaching as far as the dc and i was going to you know what I'm saying? Hey, your thoughts on that and tell the guys i said what's up you know what i'm saying
0: marvin lewis for for defensive coordinator here's something i'll tell you i this is not a name that i've heard or, or thought about or anything i can't even i can't even deny i had to go and look up where Marvin Lewis let's say Marvin Harrison where Marvin Lewis has been since over his career and so when you look at it uh he he went to Arizona State University in 2019 in February 2020 he was promoted to co-defensive coordinator where I think he's been according to what I'm able to find the rest of that time so Marvin Lewis though coming back on as as a defensive coordinator yes he is one in college maybe there's something to be said of that but I just think that's so far outside the box that nobody's thought about it probably for a reason. He may be 100% fine where he is. That may be the case right now, that he's just fine where he is, fine what he's doing, and he's he's completely um, content in that. Now, he is the special advisor as well right now. It looks like he's moved on from co-defensive coordinator, uh, so he's now special advisor, whatever that means, if he's doing a multitude of things. And there may be some freedom in that. Keep in mind, Marvin Lewis – is is not a spring chicken he's 65 years old and while his kids are older and stuff like that maybe he's just ready to just be in one place and i i just i i haven't heard the name i haven't heard any rumblings i haven't don't even know if he's on the radar for defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears but i guess you never know i mean keep all options available i guess but it's just that's such an outside the box i bring up that I, I don't think anybody's talked about it. So I, I really don't have an answer. Not to say that I think he'd be bad at it per se. I think bringing in a veteran, somebody who can also pair with Justin Fields, somebody who, I mean, with um, with uh, Matt Ibrafus and another coach that's been a head coach before to help some of that situational awareness and bring in some some experience. Yeah, on paper, you can do a lot of those things and it could be really good. But I I just don't know because it's just so far out of left field. But great thought process there on JR and great thinking outside the box as well, brother. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from Fred.
1: Hey, hey what up, man? It's your boy Fred, man. What's was good, man. Look, I watched that podcast, man, and Jelly Johnson hit it right on the head. He can't do nothing but keep it 100, and we need that. We never had know thing players that sit here and, and, and kept the 100 and called coaches out, and he hit everything on the head like I've been telling people. This man has not had nothing since he started. He got thrown in the fire. And people not understanding this shit. People keep trying to say, oh, let's trade him. For what? We have to build around this quarterback. And people not understanding that. So, it, it, it it's just crazy, though. But I don't think we trade fields, man. Like, I think we go here. we drive Marvin Harrison Jr., we get us another left tackle, or, uh, Edge, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Build that line up, give him some more weapons, and get the right coach for him. Because that's all he needs. Once he gets that, We'll see a different adjust the field, and people will stop mostly talking shit about this young man because people are not realizing and seeing that this man never had shit to work with. And I heard a few analysts say this shit, say, well, Chicago is not known for developing quarterbacks. My point exactly. So, like like Keyshawn said, like Jamie Johnson said, build around this man, you know, give him some weapons, get the right coaches for them to develop. And if we would see the just fields that we've seen at Ohio State. And I don't mind if uh, the Bears bring Ron River back. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay with that because. You know, he's an old-school guy, and he how the defense right. They already got the pieces there. You know what I'm saying? They just need two pieces. You know, I think that would be a good fit for these young guys, you know, with an old-school D coordinator, whether it's him or Leslie Frazier. get you know, somebody who got experience that can put the defense in the right position and who ain't scared to go out the quarterback and shit, and they can put, you know, press and shit as well. So I'll say, man, I'm glad the Bears is getting after it and going out to coordinators that have experience and I think they need to do this because we never had personnel that done this before and people not seeing like, hey, you know, it's a change that we actually got people that know what the fuck they're doing, football-minded people. So, yeah, I'm glad they're interviewing anybody. I just hope they get the right coordinator, you know, whether it's Waldron or QVAC. As long as they get some, you know what I'm saying, they can help just the field and the right quarterback and draft one of them guys to be the quarterback coach as well. I don't see why not. So let me know what you think, man. Better.
0: Jalen Johnson was right, huh? And here's what I'll say is that it's good to see players that, like you said, have been here with this team that have gone through the practices, gone through training camp, seen the ups and downs of what's going on. And best believe as a defender, they had to practice against our offense. I'm sure he's seen some of the flaws that we don't see as fans. And so it's it's good to see players keep backing Justin Fields, and not in just the typical way that that players do. I know a lot of people try to paint it as this, well, what do you expect him to say? What do you think he's going to say he hates Justin? But it's the the vitriol, and it's the way uh, in depth that a lot of these players are coming out in support of Justin Fields. And as I've said before, when it comes down to it, it's up to this front office to do what's best for the team. That's what's up to the front office. They got to do it, and if they have success, whatever direction they go, if it ends up being successful, that's just what it is. I get what you're saying. I get what a lot of people are saying about don't trade Justin Fields. Build around him. We've never built around a quarterback. There's such uh, ineptitude on their offense from our offensive coordinator that you may seriously want to look at that and say it wasn't just Justin. He has things that he needs to grow on. Absolutely. But it's not just Justin. But I also can understand the front office and saying, hey, listen, if we're going to keep developing, let's go. If we see somebody as being a higher talent than Justin Fields and we think they have a higher ceiling, they make pull the trigger on it. We'll be here to review it either way, right? We're going to cover it either way here at Chicago Bears Central, but you know, we'll see what which way they end up going on it. Now, with Ron Rivera, uh, part of it, when I brought that up, a lot of Bears fans have been talking about the the, the potential of it. Some even said, uh, I had a com- uh, conversation with a guy in the comments, it was like, well, what about Lovey? Lovey was this and Lovey was that, but the difference is, is that Ron Rivera just recently Talked about, he'd be open to coming back and being a defensive coordinator, not necessarily to the Bears, but he'd be uh, open on going back to being a coordinator. I don't think we've heard that from Lovey Smith per se, but I know a lot of a lot of Bears fans hope out for Lovey because of how, how he helped us get that number one overall pick, and they just herald Lovey as this. Like, when it comes down to it, like I said, with even the quarterback situation, just make the right decision. Go and get the right guy. And if you get the right guy, that's all that matters, regardless of who the Bears fans want, hope, or, or, or think they're going to see as the defensive coordinator, go out and get the guy that's going to get you the results. Go out and get the guy that's going to help uh, cover up some of Matt Ibriflus' shortcomings. Go and get the guy who's going to be a voice in the locker room. Go and get the guy who's going to just get this defense to where Chicago Bears fans are used to and want to see their defense beat. And no matter who that is, whether it's Lovey, whether it's Marvin Lewis, whether it's Ron, whoever it is, no matter who it is, go out and get the right guy. And I think that's a, be- a very important part of what the Chicago Bears need to be focused on this offseason. All right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from K2. Yo,
2: yo, yo, what up, fellas? It's your boy K2, man. Look, real quick, man, I just want to say something, man, and, like, I'm going to get right to the point, man. I think everybody knew how I felt about Justin Fields going into the season and how hard I was on him because, you know, he was still kind of developing as a, as a quarterback, man. And, you know, I expected all these expectations out of him and, you know, it just didn't happen right away, man. But then at the end of part of the season, man, he decided to, well, he finally, you know, started to look, look a little bit better, man. And that's something you can build on, bro. And, I was wrong to have my disposition about him man because you know what man I think we need to stick with Justin Field and roll with him no matter what bro he's proven to be hard like hardcore mentally taking on the Chicago media taking on all the all the facts that he did bro it's like he he built for Chicago bro he built for Chicago and I don't wanna no longer believe that he ain't, bro. Like I had my things where I was like, Oh, you know, I think we should just draft another quarterback, Caleb Williams. I'm like, nah bro. I after listening to Jalen Johnson give his take, who's in the locker room with Justin Fields, saying that the coaches need to be held accountable for everything that was going wrong with him and everybody know that I was blind to the coaching too, man. I ain't see it, bro. Like I didn't see like I wasn't worried about that. I was just worried thinking to myself that Justin Fields was gonna be able to make it all happen, bro, but, like, you need a coaching staff, especially after seeing what uh, Jordan Love did, uh, CJ Stroud doing, and what J- Jared Goff is doing in, in Detroit, bro. Like, they got a good coaching staff, bro, and, like, we need that. We need that. I hope they they, they pull it together with the coaching staff that they're going to pull in as far as the offense, man. Like, I feel like they're going to make the right choice. Ultimately, it ain't up to any of us, but I feel like I believe that they will make the right choice and keep Justin Fields, regardless if anybody's job is on the line. Because I tell you what, even if they don't draft Caleb Williams and we have another bad season, man, I feel like moving forward, we're doing the right thing by building the team because that's we ain't done that in a while. We ain't done ever. Actually, we never built the offense. So now that they're building the offense, bro, like I just want to, I just want to. Stay on that mind frame, bro. Just continue to build the offense, man. And and let's just see where it goes, bro. Because i tell you what, Caleb Williams, I don't like what I'm reading about him, bro. I don't like what I'm seeing, all his nail painting and all the stuff that's coming out of his mouth, bro. Like, he's too California, bro. And if you ask me, he might be a faggot. Excuse my language, but he might be. He ain't built for Chicago, bro. I don't think he is. And I think they're going to make the right decision, bro. But y'all know, have a good weekend.
0: Chicago up, bear down. Listen, the K2 was one of the people that was a very early detractor of Justin, and I love hearing what you said as far as being built for Chicago, even talking about when it, what went into your doubt, kind of underestimating coaching. And I think that's a lot of Bears fans. And I think when it comes down to it is that a lot of Bears fans sit on this thing with Justin and they uh, that because they just want a quarterback that they just see, can see somebody who's going to be successful here long term. And there are reasons, there are legitimate reasons to have that doubt around Justin Fields. And I can't take that away. And I think a lot of Bears fans also don't under uh, understand how important coaching is. You'll see it in the comments of this. You'll see it in the comments of videos uh, on this channel all the time of people who just underestimate. And that's across all sports. It happens on Chicago Bulls Central as well where people are like, well, oh, Billy Donovan. Oh, well, what do you mean? He's not a bad coach. It's just, it, it, just, it is what it is, right? Coaching is a foundational part of where your team can go. It's part of that foundation. Yes, players are a part of that foundation as well. But the job of, co- of coordinators and any coach is to bring it all together. And, uh, yeah, the, we, we had a very uh, shortness of that with Luke Getze. And hopefully with what the Bears do with their offensive coordinator, they make the right decision, and then we're not talking about that anymore. Let's hope that that's the case. But hearing you come around, and it's not necessarily about just coming around. It's just all of a sudden loving Justin Fields and wanting him to be the QB of the future. But it's just as, as sports fans, always, all of us, can always sit back and understand of the things that we don't get right, right? The things that we don't quite understand and grasp as just fans of the team. And I think there's some freeing in there. There's a level of awareness in that that we all need. And anybody who thinks they have it all figured out just because they're a fan of the team is probably one of the bigger idiots. This is what it is. And if you take problems with my words, it is what it is. I don't give a shit. Uh, Because that's just how not UK too, I'm talking about people in general. But like we all as sports fans can understand that we don't have the answers. And while we sit back on this side of things and think, oh, no, we are absolute. this guy absolutely sucks, sometimes we're going to be right. Sometimes we're going to be wrong as well, right? But uh, Great voicemail from K2. Thank you for leaving that, brother. Let's get into this next one. This one's from Jerome.
3: Hey, hey, this is Jerome from Chicago, by the way, New Jersey. I had a question. And first of all, I want to thank y'all for all the podcasts y'all put out because y'all are very informative and you know everybody knows the good and the bad. And I want to thank y'all and bless all y'all. But I wanted to know, since Justin is still under contract, he has one year they can pick up for, I think, six to nine. And the other year they can pick up for, like, 20. If they build around him, put some offensive line help, back up for the offensive line because the injuries do happen, And you trade now, you get two number one draft picks this year. Already you already have. You get two next year and maybe two the following year. Can't you always look for another quarterback and just work with Justin? Because he is a hell of a player. And he just don't have no hope in certain areas. And coaching does help. I just wanted to know, what do you think about that? Bear down. Peace out.
0: Great voicemail here from Jerome, man. I love what Jerome brought I'm on this one. Could the Bulls take always take a quarterback later? Yeah, they absolutely could take a quarterback later, and I think that that's a big part in this as well. You can always take a quarterback later down the road, especially if you end up getting a haul for the number one overall, uh, for the, yeah, for the number one overall pick this season. You're gonna get assets that you can use further down the road, absa freaking lutely, and so. You know, that's something to also look at in all of this is the fact that it's not done. This isn't the end of anything if you do decide to to lock in on Justin Fields and make a decision down the road. And you're getting yourself a whole hell of a lot of future assets. But the thing in all this as well is this front office has to calculate and ask themselves, do they want to risk passing up on some of the players in this draft or the players at the top of this draft if they really truly see them? has that generational talent many people talk about them in and if they don't then that's how things are going to go we'll end up seeing them. All right, let's get into this next voicemail this one's from daryl
4: hey Hayes, this is daryl i got an issue with the front office i've been hearing that a lot of the leaks were coming down the pike unauthorized and uh Ke- kevin warren hired this cliff stein guy and i believe that uh, it, it's a, uh, the, it was a divided uh, uh, organization to a certain extent by all the these uh, so-called insiders grabbing information from the other part of the Bears organization. And I believe this should be straightened out. I think this affects uh, the uh, morale a tad bit in that building as far as players and the GM. I want to see Warren and Poles take charge and do what they need to do to make this team better. Any comments on that, I would appreciate it. But I'm tired of being played for a sucker with all these Bears insiders reporting from other halves of the organization. And I think that needs to be cleaned up. Uh, so that's all I have to say. Pete, J. Justin Fields. And, uh, you know, I'd like to hear your comments. Chicago up, Bear down.
0: All right. So, there, here's what I'll say leaks are never authorized. And this is just part of sports. Like I understand you saying it, it, they need to get that shored up and things like that. That is part. But where do you think every bit of the writers' articles come from? Just about there are leaks in every front office across every major sport. That's the, that isn't exclusive to the Chicago Bears. So you know, saying that that I mean, leak, their leaks called leaks for a reason. Leaks. Some some things are leaked out for front office purposely, but a lot aren't authorized. And that's just what it comes by the nature of sports. I so I, I don't get upset with it. And I don't think really this is like an indictment on. How good of a job Kevin Warren or Ryan Poles are doing in their job of leading in the front office? I don't think that. It's just, it's just part of sports. It just is what it is. And a lot of the leaks can come from, like, the somebody say uh, NFL, uh, a Bears exec. There's the boy. Like, it, it just, it's weird things like that. But that's just part of the nature of sports, man. And you kind of just got to take the good with the bad when it comes to that. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for today. This one's from Book.
5: Yo, 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 Hayes, what's up, this book, man, blessings to you and yours, hopefully, man, you staying warm in this uh, snowy and cold feel week, but, um, man, I got to tell you, man, um, it's it's a trip, man, like, right now, during the off-season, I'm listening to a lot of different people, watching a lot of different, um, you know, podcasts and everything, and, and I'm not a person that, you know, I don't watch all 22, you know, my feelings of all 22, man, I think that's the worst thing to happen to football, because, now everybody's a damn Q, uh, QB guru. They know they they, they know uh, routes and everything. Now magically, all of a sudden, but I'm tripping on the hypocrisy that I'm hearing right now uh, on, in between all of the quarterbacks, not just Justin, but for everybody, the ones coming out. You know, I'm, I'm the hypocrisy of. Um, Caleb and Justin, because I've seen some of the breakdowns that some people have made of Caleb. Now, Caleb is a good quarterback. I'm not saying he's not. He is going to be a good quarterback. Generational, I don't know, but he's good. But they are showing a lot of the same flaws that Justin Fields gets condemned for. And people are making excuses for Caleb. And these are the same people that are crucifying Justin Fields. Caleb holds the ball too long. Run around plays off script because his team is bad. Justin holds the ball too long, scrambles around because he can't see the field and he is bad. Not, not taking into account that, you know, the Bears offensive line is not, you know, that they're, they're, they're good. They're not great and they just got good like around week eight or nine. So it's just it's funny things like that, man, that make me laugh, man, because I, in the bottom, you know, at the end of the day, I trust Poles no matter which way he'd That I feel that would be the best for the team. But I just want everybody to keep it 100, man. And, you know, everybody always claim they keep it 100. But, man, you could subtract
0: about 75 off that 100.
5: But that's all I wanted to say, man. Chicago up, bear down. Have a good weekend.
0: Hypocrisy. Oh, man, uh, you hit the nail on the head there. There is a lot of uh, hypocrisy, and I think it comes down to Everybody has their own favorites, right? Or their own views on things. And, you know, yeah, it doesn't suck to a degree, but yeah, like I said with the other voicemail, it comes with the nature of of sports. You're going to always have fans that look, they can look at the same data and walk away with two very different opinions on it. And it's just because of their own personal leanings to what they want to see the team do. And that's something that, in being on this side of it, doing this job now, that I've come to understand, realizing, kind of embracing a while like everybody's gonna have their own opinions and it and it, and it, it creates really good debates and conversations uh, for people that are open to hear both sides of it like I've always said understanding and agreeing are different things and so you're not always going to agree with somebody's thought process but you're going to understand where it's rooted in Now that it doesn't stop it from maybe being rooted in some foolishness but you can at least understand where it's coming from and when it comes down to the the excuses and stuff for Caleb I think it's the fact that he's a, he's he hasn't played in the NFL yet so The more you play in the NFL and the more some of those same shortcomings are there, you get less and less room for that rather than a rookie coming in with some of those same shortcomings. But because they are a rookie coming in and you're looking at development, you kind of overlook some of that. Right. So I think that's what plays a part into it. I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. That's not for me to determine. But that's kind of why those things happen. And it's again, it's just kind of part of football. That's going to happen all time. Every like we're not going to be the last team to have this debate. It's not. It's going to happen every single year. Uh, And, you know, that just kind of comes with the territory. But when it comes down to it, like I said before, it just comes down to Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren making the direction, picking that direction for the team, and then seeing where it's going to go. And hopefully it ends in the results that we want to see and the Chicago Bears are back winning and we're in the playoffs and maybe even going further than that. Let's hope that that's the case regardless of what happens. But great voicemail from Book there. But that's my time, guys. Make sure you guys are following the show at shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearsCentral@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I to in every episode on, shy town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all.